Hi, Joe Lysett here in Bridge End, and my favourite agricultural podcast is the Pub Yields podcast with Jacob and Di. All the other agricultural podcasts are a load of piss and shit. They're a load of piss and shit. Hello and welcome to Pint-Sized Pubules, where we look back through the archive at some of our favourite moments. Whether you're new to the pod and finding the back catalogue a little bit intimidating, or whether you're just looking to reminisce about the good old days. Just a little something to wet your whistle and tickle your fancy. So sit back and relax and enjoy episode two with the one, the only, Morgan Williams. I don't really know where the plan came from, but I thought, good to get away, good to go and see something different. After I was, A-levels, was it? That was, yeah, yeah, straight after my yeah. A-levels. So I, I was really fortunate, actually, on, on that front, because the the NFU have got the Gareth Rory's Memorial Scholarship. Yeah. Mm. Um, I would say to any anybody listening, there is funding there with the NFU. So Anything helps them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like you said, the big one is the contacts as well, because yeah. that, that's what gives you the stability when you go over there to know yeah. you, you go, you've got somewhere to go, essentially. Those contacts, I suppose, you have for life there, Morgan. Yeah, that's it. it. You, you, know, you, you, still, you still speak to them. There's boys I, I was over in Australia, and some of them, not even the ones I was on the farms with, you know, some of the boys I met when we were going through some of the mining areas mm. that I still speak to, you know, that you still speak to to this day. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you can never know too many people, and if you go back there, yeah. you know, when you go back there later on in life, you be everybody likes to good old reminisce in yeah. the good old days you know you can tell your kids about the sheep station you worked on <laughs> yeah, on the road yeah. yeah so I spent most of my time uh, so the first the first stint when I got there three days in Brisbane getting boosted up and oh, then rad. yeah so that was great and then got out on to uh, the first farm I worked on that was uh, a cattle station um, different but it was um, a lot more extensive and then but not as different as went to the sheep station yeah, and yeah. that is a serious eye opener. And yeah. I see anybody who's you know in sheep farming in the UK wants to go there just to see it. Thirty thousand sheep on one farm. Yeah, five thousand breeding ewes, rest of weathers, all, yeah. ma- all merinos being kept for wool, and just live on that thing. Yeah, you know, like probably eat less than Jacob. Like I kid whoa, you. Whoa, 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 let, let, Let's not joke about it now. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> boys. I, I am trying my hardest. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know it's certainly it was. Brilliant, brilliant experience, and I would encourage anybody who gets the opportunity. To yeah, you definitely e- want to go e- see e- it. E- even if people, yeah, it's, it's incredible Australia, New Zealand. But just some people, just leave your own farm. Yeah. Well, you know. yeah, that's it. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the more you see, you know, you. I'm not a, a massive ascriber to go to New Zealand and, and then sort your sheep farm out because they're different places. But the more you see anywhere you go, it's yeah. always going to you're always going to take something from it. I suppose you pick up what is good about their place, we also pick up yeah. what you're already doing well at home. That's, yeah. that's another yeah. big well, thing I, as well. I, I, I've always said, as much as you learn what to do, you learn what not to do as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's just as important. Mm. I think the good thing about Australia, for some, for people who haven't been anywhere else, and, and you know, there are other countries that, that would be as e- you know equally as remote, um, is that you have to get on with things because mm. there's, there's nothing there. You know, yeah. We were eight hours from the nearest town. Yeah. 
Di would have cried. We were 45 minutes away from the nearest pub. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would have been on the what, phone what, to end within the first week. What about 3G? I need 3G. <laughs> yeah, no, we we're lucky we had 3G because there was a mine in town down the road. Oh, thank God. So, so they had a master. So you would have been all right. You would have been on Snapchat. I love Di Snapchat would have been on. Right. Oh, yeah, you would have been on. I fire. love nothing more than leaning against a four bar gate. Just Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> the 3G run down the train line that passed the farm. So you'd have just seen Di walking Chasing back and forth to the, to the train. train. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, it's a completely different concept of, of agriculture. But you know, at the end of the day, we've got to compete with that on a global on a global stage. It's, it's, so it's, 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 you got to go and you got to. You know, it, these countries are where we need to learn from because they lost their single farm payments a long time ago, and they've adapted. Yeah, I think it was um, eighty five was New Zealand. Wasn't it? Uh, I suppose yeah, Cam, was it Cam, um, Calms reforms, wasn't it? Like yeah, they all they all it. Yeah. Yeah. But I suppose not not to make this a uh, particularly don't you dare make this a farming podcast a topical yeah. and <laughs> political <laughs> podcast. But I suppose in the sense you mentioned there about they had no single farm payments and, you know, we're, we're completely different places. We can't really compare their farming system and their farming type to what we have here in the UK. It's horses for courses, as the old saying goes. So, um, yeah, like you just yeah. said. You... I want to keep my single farm payment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, take, take mine. I don't need spend it on nonsense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that was the first thing I did when I got there. I was like, oh, right, £240 a hectare. And then started trying to multiply it out. Then realised actually we're not in hectares. We're in, we're in square kilometres. I was like, oh, yeah. square <laughs> kilometres are in a hectare. <laughs> yeah. So then they go, you can't get lost. The paddocks are, are all the all the same size. They're eight kilometres by five kilometres. Yeah. What? Yeah. They're eight kilometres by five. That's a paddock. That's a farm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen on Netflix uh, Keeping Up with the Joneses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that? No. It's about basically these people who run a, a ranch out in Australia and like helicopters to get the cattle in and like them tackling bushfires. Oh, it's oh, incredible. Yeah, I don't have time to watch Nelly like you guys. Yeah, no, but he's a dairy farmer, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He yeah. sleeps good. So yeah, he's, he's, you know. so he gets up in the morning and sleeps sleep, so Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like all the contractors. Guess up at five, takes loads of Snapchats, people know I'm up, and then go back yeah. to sleep at night. Contractors in to do everything That's from right. seven I, till five. <laughs> I, do, I do the same. Everyone can see the light in my office, right? So I get get up at four, turn the lights on in my office, go back to bed. No, they haven't seen the sleeping bag behind the desk. Right, cheers, podcast. Yeah. So, How many times do you have to do that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to get away from saying in all seriousness. So, yeah. so, Morgan, not only are you um, excelling on in your own land agency firm, but you're also doing an awful lot for charity, haven't you, Mark? Yeah, well, I've been your friends for 25 years. Yeah. Now, so, <laughs> you know, if that doesn't get you an OB, I don't know what will. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, no, I've always been a, a firm believer in, in trying to give back. Um, where where you can uh, and i think you know, everybody can in their own way um you know i'm being as involved in young farmers as as the pair of you have um but uh you know i certainly think you know everybody should try it and there's a there's a lot of issues in agriculture at the minute you know when when you look at look at the serious problems or potential problems is facing and uh, and as a result of that while i was doing my uh, apc I decided to uh, to try and raise some money for the farming community network, so that's where it really started with them. Uh, I run a a ten k in Pontypridd because at the time I think, oh yeah, I could probably do a half marathon. I was fat, like really fat. <laughs> no way. <laughs> stick it to a stick it to a ten k is safer. <laughs> so I did, did a ten k um, for them. That was, I think I say that was probably that was a good couple of years ago now. And again, ve- very lucky that in the industry we're in uh, and, the, and the friends I had raised, you know, the, uh, quite, a, quite a nice sum of money for the Farming Community Network. And um, that really started off with, 
me learning more about what they did and um, and the services that they provide to the uh, to the farming sector I think one of the most important things that they do is, is the helpline mm. um, which is open every day uh, 7 till 11 and um, so that provides a, a lifeline for farmers to uh, to ring in uh, for, for a confidential chat with, with anybody there uh, to, to make sure that uh, you know if, if they've got any issues ongoing on the farm because you know a lot of the times it's a lot easier to speak to a stranger yeah. than, it, than it is to speak to somebody in your own family and the, and the situations are complicated so um, I decided you know with the with the skill set I was learning that there may be benefits of these that some people could um, you know would benefit from so when I started to set the, the my own practice that sort of gave me the, the flexibility that I felt I needed to uh, to become a volunteer with FCM as well what that will involve is improving um, the, the the awareness around FCM so that people know that the helpline is there for them mm-hmm. and um, you know it, it provides they, they do statistics every month of how, of how many hours um, people on there and you'd be surprised you know there's a there's an awful lot of people and, and the the problems that people have are all different you know and we're very you know we're very lucky ourselves you know being in some of the positions we're in um but there's an awful lot of farms out there who are not in great straits and then there's some who are in you know very good financial straits but there's a lot of stresses you know through family setups or business setups or you know you know, TB is a prime one. You can have as much money in the bank as you yeah. want. If you've got to watch all your cattle go off that farm with TB, yeah. that money in the bank doesn't help you. Yeah. You know, that's something that, as a result of the work I've done with FCN, I've ended up on the Welsh Government um, TB Focus subgroup. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's something that we're, we're looking at on there is that it's the emotional drain that yeah. TB yeah. puts on farmers is, is tremendous, especially when it doesn't appear, um, or it certainly you know, from from what I can see, there doesn't appear to be a light at the end of the no. tunnel with TV. There's, 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 there's no any progress. No. Unfortunately, the powers that be don't really want to open their eyes to no. this because they're, they're too worried that... It's much easier to make decisions based on numbers than people. Based on numbers and from a PR point of view, yeah. in the sense that the, the vote that are too important, and unfortunately, Farmers don't the, the people that are in power in Cardiff in particular are not reliant on rural votes. But like, like, you, like you just said then, we were talking earlier about the differences in New Zealand and Australia and how they have been able to adapt. But of course, uh, political decisions are far more based on the agricultural sector as opposed yeah. to this country, yeah. when we are literally an afterthought. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a small section of, of GDP. Uh, and, and the issue you've got you know, from a, a voting and from a, an auditing perspective, um, you know, like the... The, the audit office in Wales, when they went back through some of the RDP expenditure, they weren't particularly impressed because the audit trails weren't good enough. And when you look at the expenditure for TB in Wales, they've spent so much money on TB compensation for cattle mm. in their eradication yeah. programme with TB. For them to turn around now and say to the public, actually, we're not going to follow that line of thought anymore. We're going to do something else because A, it's not working, or B, our thought process was wrong. Yeah then 
a, they're not they're not going to stand the political people are going to go so how much money how many millions have you wasted on this program that, that never worked you know yeah. so it's a little bit now that they've got themselves they're on a carousel in, in a, they set, and they off. can't get off yeah, yeah. Um, and, and nobody's going to take that political leap of faith no um to, to get what off frustrates it. me is we were just saying that farmers don't get the vote in Parliament and the, in the Senate because we're not contributing to the GDP. But compare what we produce to something else in monetary terms. You compare what we produce to gold, it's worthless. But you compare what we produce to gold in terms of sustaining life, it's a different league. Yeah, so you know when you, you look at the intrinsic value of something like food yeah. and... Uh, you know, it, it's it's actual market value. It's up it's there with oxygen yeah, and water. Exactly, yeah. it's vastly it's vastly below it. Yeah. It's, uh, but, but the other thing is, the actual biggest employer employment sector in the whole of the UK is the food and drink industry. Yeah. And farm, you know, it all starts really at us, doesn't it? Yeah. Because well, you 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 you're the beginning of that process, aren't we? You think farmers, and you think, well, there are not many people in the agricultural sector. No, but the but food you and drink is you yeah. But you walk into. Um, like a trade, a, a hall for trade stands at like the Royal Welsh. Every person in every trade stand is only sat there because of a farmer. Yeah, exactly. But I, topic we could talk about all oh, day. And no. this podcast was supposed to cheer people up. Kiwi Kit Roxanne are proud sponsors of the Pub Yields podcast, bringing New Zealand solutions to British farmers, fencing contractors, and vets. As British weather starts to take a turn for the worst, why don't you try out our Kaiwaka clothing range, perfect for keeping you dry throughout those winter months. For more information, check out the link below or in the Pubyield social media pages. So Morgan, you uh, obviously just talked about your charity bloke and a lot of that involved uh, running and that's not the only uh, fitness uh, saving mug. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, I always thought that if if you're gonna do it, it was probably worth doing something I really didn't want to do. And then once you told everybody you're doing it for charity, you're then pretty much stuck, and you've got to go and do it. So it was it was a, it was a good way at the time of uh, trying to get out and and improve my fitness, which is then something I've sort of st- stuck with further down the line. And um, I pretty much uh, keep keep to that. You know, even now I'm involved. Um, with a uh, local boxing club which is a charity as well and uh, do a f- do a fair bit with them but ended up then this year doing the uh, britain's fits farmer which don't really want to talk about to be honest because it's all penned in a steward's inquiry as to why i didn't get into the final <laughs> ridiculous really racist yeah well yeah, i'm sure they, they must there must have been a reason because they're not being funny the amount of people who commented that the boy, the blonde boy in the middle of the two-page spread the Boris johnson looking that's it best looking best looking land agent they've ever seen how how I didn't make the final, I have no idea. So, uh, for those of you who've seen it in the Farmers Weekly uh, trade page spread, you can see Morg real struggling to put um, a bag on his shoulder. Tell us, Morg, is that bag full of your uh, monthly wage? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so basic, they basically said, put all your invoices in the bag and see if you can pick it up. Turns out I bill. No wonder more- you didn't make the yeah. final. Turns out I bill more than I can carry. <laughs> so what, what was the process like, Morg? To be fair, it was uh, it was a cracking a cracking laugh, R- really well organised by um, by the Farmers Weekly and Farm Fitness because you know they they have the same struggles as everybody else did yeah, this yeah. year with with um, with COVID. Look, but, hell of an event! The amount of people they had, they look bonkers. Yeah, all uh, all social distance. I uh, I hasten to add, yeah. but um, yeah. Did you so, have any work when you were there? 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. Everyone's a client. Yeah, he's got your, he's got your weekly article. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. So, so Ollie said, if I could just pop down and tell you, uh, y- your services no longer required. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it was a, it was a cracking day. They put it, they put a cracking set on. Like I said, it was just a, li- it was unfortunate that because of the restrictions, you you couldn't hang around. But um, yeah, I met some cracking people when I was there, and um, actually had an absolute ball uh, doing it. It'd be brilliant if they could put it on again next year and have a bar at the end. And if I can, and actually, a crowd, and a, yeah, and a crowd would be fantastic. Right. So, uh, but what was interesting is means you're both on. You know, I'm going to get you both to commit to next year's. So uh, you both you both signed up. When let's say, I'll be honest, I did enter, but then I realised when they said fitness partner, they didn't mean best looking. They meant like. I well, I to be fair, <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I was uh, down for the same thing, and I nearly signed Bungalow up because I thought it might have been fat as farmer. But yeah. uh, oh, sorry, uh, Jacob's just been taking Snapchats of me. So Jacob is, is that what I look like? So Jacob, <laughs> so he's pretty much like your standard twelve-year-old girl in school on, no, on, on his phone. I'm, I'm fresh out of the shower and I haven't, I haven't sorted my litter. And he's a dairy farmer, so just putting it out there. That's that's you know that's his October the first quarter shower. <laughs> he just puts links on and jumps in. The- Oh, um, man, I'll say that. <laughs> it's my pre-winter show. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, this one will do him for Queen's Ball. Johnny on a funny story, right? Yeah, and no, ma- no matter how much you wash. It's a Harper story. No, it's not. No, it's not. No matter how much you wash, right? You still sort of smell like goats. Like, <laughs> however much you can scrub deodorant, all the works. Booty being a uh, living in an office, day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just before match day in Cardiff, one day shower, you know, all the works, all the works, deodorant everywhere. And walking to walk out, saw a girl I hadn't seen for a long while. I went up to her, gave her a hug, and she went, Ah, you stinker goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm up at Ridgeway. Now I'm down the moorings, right next to the Debenhams. And I'll be poor forever. Yes, it is my lifeblood. These streets, they are a part of me. The yin to my yang, the craig to my bellamy. Pass me in the kitchen. I got cheese, I'm melting it. Cafili bread and I'm a presto, it's a rabbit. Head out to Killian, off-white transit. For breeze on the dash for the stain where my nan sets. Out for the big one, sniffing on the meow meow. DJ on the ones on two, spinning little bow wow. On the dance floor raving, pack a 16 Benson. Someone fighting bouncers, turned out it's Gavin Henson. Big up to play comedy, on the Welsh Assembly. Big up to Millennium, we don't need no Wembley Keep your big apple, we'll have a tangerine Bugger off Alicia, Shirley Bass is our queen Now here we stick together, like birds of a feather Except we're not from Chigwell, we're from the small west town Jones. 
Most traffic cones, if you come and visit, use the designated parking zones. There's a snooker hall, see, but I'm not a member. And a lovely shopping center open in December. So head over the water, on the transporter. 50 foot a toll booth, male voice choir singing out.